intro. Love yours. No such thing. No such thing as a life that's better than yours. No such thing as a life that's better than yours. Love yours. No such thing as a life that's better than yours. No such thing. No such thing. Heart beating fast. Let a nigga know that he alive. Yo, let's say Diana's a DJ. Oof. Smoothie, sis. No one can tell me I'm not good. Uh, you're a lot smoother than I am. Oof. <laughs> Anyways, guys, like, what's up? Good morning. It's definitely not morning. Um, good afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> um, welcome to episode three. Oh my god! Can Yay. you guys believe we're actually episode here? Episode three. Not the clapping. <laughs> <laughs> the snapping. <laughs> um, to quickly introduce ourselves, I'm Julie. I'm Diana. And I'm Eliana. And we're back. And better. <laughs> Um, so I hope you guys did enjoy episode two. Um, obviously we touched on bad habits and all the bad stuff that people can bring to your life. Um, but the good stuff too. But today we're going to switch it up a little bit and talk about some adulting things, um, like work. So I think we'll get started with our morning runs. (laughs) Morning runs. It's a good way to put it. Yeah, not what you guys actually think about morning runs, but um, obviously <laughs> with the nature of like working from home and stuff like that, I feel like people are always like for me, for instance, I roll out of bed five minutes before I actually have to work, so I feel like I'm always in a rush. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess morning runs or rush, whatever you want to call it, is relevant. More like a walk. Yeah, for you, it's out a, of bed. It's and a into pace. <laughs> a pace. Not a for walk? you. Not with your long ass commute. Oh no. Oh. Girl. Yeah, it's disgusting. Any- that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but today we're going to touch on a few things. Um, dating in the workplace. Your boss, or is he more? Or it could be a woman too, it doesn't matter. Um, working outside of your field. Employee versus entrepreneurship. And our favorite, toxic workplace. Oof, we have which, experience with that one. Yeah, plenty of them. Um, so I guess we could get into... Have we ever had an instance or... Do we know of anyone who has dated someone in the workplace? And how did that go? I definitely, um... <clears throat> Sorry, my allergies are acting up. <laughs> are they now? Yo, I'm wearing a turtleneck again. <laughs> I'm turtlenecks. It's going to feel a little tight in a second. Yeah, hold on. Let me roll it down real Stretch quick. Stretch it out. For the visuals, let me roll it down. Um, so I definitely know of a time where I used to work for a company where two people were very close, (laughs) I guess you could say. Um, They just really connected in the sense that, like, they had the same work ethic. They really helped each other out, you know, throughout their career path and everything like that. But more of the story, it became something a little bit more. Um, And usually in this career field, women aren't too, too popular. So it's a mainly predominantly male-dominated Yeah. So obviously, if you're like the only girl, you know, you're probably going to get some sort of male attention. If not every day, then, you know. So this specific person, um, one thing led to another. They just like started liking each other and things like that. And it became a thing where they couldn't concentrate at work or it was like, hey, are you staying late today? Okay, I'll stay late, too. Like it was it got to a point where it was so flirtatious that like yeah. we got called like looking at each other like at work and stuff like that it's like the work sneaky links so yeah we like i said <laughs> <laughs> um 
we just started really like liking each other and even when we started like talking outside of work like calls but it felt so bad and i guess it kind of touches on like last week's episode but it got to a point where I'm like, oh, crap. Like, I can't focus at work. I was, like, worried about, like, is he coming in today? Like, hey, did he call out? Checking his calendar. Like, checking all this stuff. Like, it was it was crazy. This girl. No. Mm. Not like that. Wow. But more of the story, like, we were like, all right, no, like, we got to stop. Like, what if our... And we had the same manager. So I it was just, that. like, really weird. Um, but we didn't actually ever... Wait, you know what's the best part? What? He had a girlfriend this whole time. Oh. Yeah. It happens but she obviously didn't know and it was awkward too because like we would go to like work events but come on and like significant yeah. others were there and stuff like that it was just yeah weird. you were on one end of the table Mm-mm. yeah facing him nope and i remember actually one dinner we had um i had texted him and his girl picked up the phone and oh, saw it oh my god i don't i remember yeah. you told me this yeah. yes i remember yes yes and i texted him i said i'm actually okay because it was like one of the first times i saw him and his girl like at a work event and i was like i'm actually okay <laughs> and when he went to the bathroom and when he got back his girl was like is she okay <laughs> And then he had to tell her, like, yeah, she's just, like, having a bad day. I was like, oh, I got so hot. Oh, like, how girl. I feel right now talking about it. <laughs> yeah, it was bad. But we never actually dated because he had a girlfriend. Um, but he ended up being one of my, like, bestest friends now. Like, obviously, yeah. I don't work there anymore, but we still, like, keep in communication. Yeah. But we decided it wasn't a good idea. So 10 out of 10 would not recommend to date someone in, in the, the workplace. workplace. <laughs> how about you guys? Uh... See, like, that's the scenario right up. there. <laughs> it Damn, just, maybe I should have went last. Uh, that's the scenario right there. Eh, I don't know. I feel like that's just messy. I mean, I don't know. I remember um, I was working at this place, and I had a coworker that we were just, like, all friends. It was a group of us, but with this coworker. That's how they start. Yeah, it was a coworker, <laughs> and, like, I could kind of tell that he flirted with, like, everybody, so I was just like, all right, like, I don't care. I thought he was very attractive. But, like, you know me. I'm just like, all right, like, whatever. I don't care. You know, you don't know how to flirt. If someone's flirting with me, I would be completely, like, oblivious to Oof, it. You might curse them out. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, what are you like, talking to me about? Like, why are you touching about? my hair? <laughs> but I guess because this person did it so, like, smooth. Yeah. I was just like, all right. Like, I felt like I was actually talking to a person. Yeah. And I didn't feel thing. like the flirtatious coming in. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. I mean, you might anyway, as well. No, anyway, anymore. Um, it's okay. So, I do remember that, like, the like all of us in a, in a group, we would go out. We would go out to like just like day drinking, or we would go to like happy hour things. And in a way, I, I can sense him flirting with me or trying to like grab my attention or just say things that I think he knows that will grab You're my gonna attention. You're gonna respond to yeah, and I like that because it wasn't like intentionally flirting. And I remember one time we were hanging out, like, just us two together, and it was awkward. Oh. And I don't know why it was that awkward. Was a I wasn't expecting to yeah, hear that. It was, no, it was, for me, it was awkward, because I was just like, I, you know, I'm feeling this guy, but I don't know if he's feeling me, because, like, you know, he's yeah. flirting with me. And I was just like, all right, like, whatever. So I remember, like, me feeling like I didn't want to bring... I guess my personal feelings or my personal relationship that I I'm trying to develop with him and vice versa into the workplace. So, um, I actually was just like, you know what? I think it's just better if we don't like hang out or like talk anymore. I think if we're just going to talk, it should be like strictly and like, I'm sure work you overanalyzed related. it. Yeah. 
Probably. <laughs> but I think it worked out because, you know, as quick as I am to gain interest, I'm very quick, quick to lose to... interest. And I'm very quick to just be like, okay, we could be friends or just not talk at all. We could just be cool and not talk at all. Um, but I think we did try before all that happened. We did try to see if it would be able to work. But I think, again, my bad habit, it's just like, yeah, it's just it's just too yeah. messy for me. It's mm-hmm. not going to work. It's not, yeah, not going to work. It's not, not, the, really it's for not you. the vibe. Yeah. And, um... Yeah, so I don't know. That's why with you, it's like it's kind of weird that your guys are like still friends or like you were still able to do but that. But I think it's because we built that. like a really a good friendship, friendship before anything. Before anything, until we realized like, oh, we're actually we might be compatible like in a different way. But mm-hmm. at the very beginning, like we helped each other and like why I am where my career now. Like that's one of the, like he's one of the reasons uh, why. So yeah, no, this person isn't. He but like I, I like, have love for time. this guy. Like it's not like I completely. It's it's a different yeah. type of love. Yeah, like I you're not you in say. that same environment, yeah. but just because you, I fully accepted the fact that I would never be with him, like yeah. ever. Yeah, I, I never really got that far. <laughs> oh God! No, that's well. fine, and maybe it's better that. You oh, a hundred percent. Because now I'm just like we don't talk. Things and don't I'm work so out for a reason. That. Yeah. Yeah, I'm so happy with that. Elena, yeah. do you know of anyone or? Have you experienced that? Have I experienced dating in the workplace? No, I have not. But I do have a question for you guys. I love this or that. But sleeping on the job versus sleeping with the job. So how do you guys... It does. (laughs) How do you guys feel about that? What's your... I don't know. I feel like... Well, for me, it's... Again, I wouldn't suggest anyone does it. Because, like, you still have to wake up and go to your job the next day. And, Mm -hmm. like, still see the person... And it's awkward because then you get to a point where it's like you're doing so good at your job or you're about to get promoted or, you know, your bosses really like you. And um, but you're like in this awkward situation with this person. So it's like, do you quit the job? Do you find another job? Um, Do you like start slacking at work so that they can maybe fire you? Because I guess it's a matter of figuring out whether somebody is more important than your job. Um, So like, do you choose quote-unquote sleeping with a job so do you choose the person over continuing to excel in your job yeah like how do you separate if like you business really, and personal yeah business and personal like what if you truly mm-hmm. develop feelings for the person mm-hmm. now you have to Once see every feelings day get involved and subconsciously it, you might just end up being awkward around the person at work or like if you're in the same meeting or in the same team like i know i, I i'll get awkward because yeah. i feel like at that time that's what it was and i was at that job for quite some time and even in meetings, I'm like, oh, my God, like, I can't look at him. I can't look at him. But yeah, after some time, I mean, he wasn't the reason why I left the job, but I it definitely crossed my mind. I'm like, you know what? Like, I do great at my job and I don't slack here. But being so focused on this person at work made me slack at my job because I was, again, like yeah. focusing on his schedule and stuff like that. Girl, you still got the promotions. You still excelled. In I know, your but job, that's what but I'm saying. At that yeah. point, I chose my career path yeah. and my, you know, what am I trying to say? You chose my you. achievements. I yeah. chose me. I chose my achievements versus your personal feelings. My personal feelings and the potential of being with someone who hell no, it wasn't gonna happen because he had homegirl the whole time. So yeah, no. he is still with homegirl. <laughs> oh, that's fine though. It's not about him. <laughs> <laughs> it's about me, and I'm great. So yeah, that's that's my take on that. Um, I guess mine's is like neither because i've never really been in that position like sleeping with well, the you job didn't get that far so i guess it's- i will never get that far ever i don't yeah. want to like that's just messy and i'm the type of person that's like i rather separate that 
personal feelings with my work because I take such pride in my my work. Oh yeah, that if like We're if I get distracted, yeah, if I get distracted by personal feelings, especially with someone that's working with me. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, and I'd be more disappointed in myself knowing the fact that I let that, that I allowed that to happen rather than it not working out between me and that person. But yeah. you know when people say like when you meet someone when you know you know. Yeah no. So like I don't. Know. Yeah no. Yeah <laughs> yeah comma no. Yeah no. I know these two people. They're actually married now with kids. They worked at the same place for like four years. I guess the workplace allowed it, but. They're, like, happily married now, and I guess it was one of those things, like, they both left the company at the same time because they wanted to be together. So I guess it's just a matter of people's personal preference. Like, you're either going to, you know what, I'm a risk it all, and, like, what if it doesn't yeah. work out? You just left your amazing job yeah, I, I can't do and that. potential for... That is... That's a sacrifice. Boys are distractions. Yeah, that's a sacrifice or a risk <laughs> that I, honestly, I'm not willing to take. Yeah. So, you know, men, people will always be out there, just not at the job that I work with. I yeah, feel, but nobody got you like you got you. So. Of course not. That's a fact. I feel like, obviously, I can't relate to anything of what you guys said because I've never dated in anybody in the workplace, nor do I want to. But I feel like I wouldn't be able to handle it. Like, I'm, a, I'm such an all-or-nothing kind of person. And if I give all to a person in the workplace i'm gonna give all in and fuck everything else i'm gonna forget about the job i'm, I'm gonna, you're forget, gonna why, forget why you're even there yeah <laughs> and then if it's nothing then the job also loses out as well because i'm gonna be thinking all this nothingness about this person that i once had feelings for i guess and you won't be able to perform and i won't be able to perform so and eliana no not performing at yeah, her best no, be that then. no. Yeah. no thank but, you moving on to i guess our uh, scenarios <clears throat> I guess the other type of question that I would like to ask is um, if you're at your job right and you know that you are overworking yourself that you're exceeding your goals and that your performance is excelling and all that but here's a tricky question how far are you willing to go for a raise hey, yo. so <laughs> I guess what I'm trying, trying to, to go say civil? is that like would you okay for are example, you a savage if or are you, you not a savage? If you are, okay, if you're salary-based, right, and you're technically supposed to work Monday through Friday, right, you have a fixed schedule and fixed hours. You don't get paid for overtime or anything. But you want to go above and beyond, right? So you really want to earn that raise. Are you going to work weekends? Mm-hmm. That's one. And two, say you want to finish this project on time before the deadline to show out. Just be like, oh, I finished it on time. Like, you don't have to worry about me. Are you willing to work more than 12 hours in a day, every day, for that? <laughs> I'm only saying it because I've done it. I know. I see I, your face when you're talking yes, about it. because I've done it. I have rent. worked 16 <laughs> hours a day, Absolutely Monday not. through Friday. Absolutely I have worked not. 16 hours a day, dreading everything. And I've literally worked weekends where I'm just like, I can't do this, I can't do that, because I have to finish this thing for jo- for work or whatever. Like, And I remember that I was doing all that for like my performance and, you know, so I can prove myself that I want to raise that I'm, I'm, I want to get this raise because I feel like I deserve it. For what? But pause. For what? It's what? It's February. I already have my performance. Have I gotten a raise? No. Okay. Oh. Well, but pause. <laughs> That's a bigger problem. But pause. I'm not willing to risk all that because while you're out here, yes, you want to perform your best. You want to. Some people are overachievers and they want to do everything that they need to do to show that they are there for the company. Cool. Mm-hmm. I'm not willing to risk my mental sanity and my happiness to make somebody else happy. 
I don't care if it's a job or if it's a person. I need balance in everything that I do. But then again, if passion ties into what I do, then I might be willing to like... I guess you're choosy with what... I am choosy. Put your extra time into. Yeah. But you like that with people too, so that, it's am. just you all around. That is me, you're, I guess. You're well balanced all around. Oh, thank you. Oh. Wow, that's like the <laughs> nicest thing I've ever said. <laughs> thank you, my heart. Continue. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like for me, I've had a pretty good balance because I feel like I... I mean, you guys know, like, my career change has been, not career change, but my path has been crazy. Like, obviously, I've I've moved up and everything, but I'm happy about it. But I don't think I've ever done anything, well, with a person, whatever, um, <laughs> or to just get this raise. Like, I've never been a favorite at a job, I guess mm-hmm. you could say, for the person who holds the money. Like, if I got my raises, it was because I earned it. But one thing I sure as hell do is negotiate every single time because... Mm-hmm. There's so many times that jobs undervalue you and it could be for financial reasons. Like, you know, they do their budgeting and everything. But even if I'm not working 12 hour shifts or 16 hour shifts like Diana does, or, you know, I work a random Saturday, whatever, I'm still here busting my ass Monday through Friday and giving you guys everything you need, meeting deadlines, helping other team members. So it's like I'm still deserving of that salary increase just as much as the person who is working overtime or just as much as a person working 16 hour days. Um, so I don't think I'd ever go to the extent of, you know, getting super close with someone at work for a raise, but I definitely will fight for whatever it is, not over exceeding or not killing my work life balance. Yeah, that's super important. But apparently to Diana, it means nothing because she is. <laughs> <laughs> what is a balance? But I, I feel like we Diana have a balance. Oh, that's not good. <laughs> I don't have a balance. I really don't. No, you don't. I really You're don't. You're an overachiever, though. That's why. I have literally over a month's worth of vacation. <laughs> Yo, you, you. Huh? You can. You no. can. I told you. I told her. No. I have 23 hours of PTO. It's lit. No, where, where are we going? And, like, <laughs> I really think about it. I'm just like, I, I have don't like even 157. Take, I don't take mental health days. I don't take, like, vacation time. Like, even if I'm not going anywhere, I don't take that because it's just, like. I told her to take off every Friday yeah. for the rest of the year. Like yesterday, yesterday was like the first day that I took off because like I just felt like sick. But like other than that, it's just like it's just there. And I'm just like, maybe I should take a day off. But it's just like, I don't feel like I want to. I don't know. I don't know. I, I mean, I do want to. But it's just like at the end of the day, I feel like I I can do whatever I want to do while still working and making sure that my work is like accomplished. But That's I think the- you mentioned something, I think, before when you said that you tried negotiating with your boss, right? Yeah. So I have a question. Has your boss ever tried to pull, like, pulling a fast one on you? Hmm. No. And, like, with that, I'm talking about, like, your salary, your work, or, like, anything, like, outside of work, if you know what I'm talking about. I feel like, well, I've definitely been asked to, like, go to dinner and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I never... Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it was a work dinner. It was like, oh... Let's talk about this over drinks. Like, no, can mm. we can we talk about the only thing? The only thing we need to drink is coffee in the morning when we have this meeting. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I've and you guys know I'm super friendly. This isn't to say I would flirt Uh, with my boss. That's That's weird. Questionable. Continue. Mm. What? Continue. Oh, oh, how you guys say I'm always friendly with men, but not women. Questionable. Continue. It's okay. Um, But I wouldn't be accepting of that like if i know something's going in the wrong direction i'm not gonna like feed into it 
But yes, I will obviously negotiate and just do what I got to do to get what I want. Wow, that sounds mm. manipulative. No, 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 yes. I know. You said you, last week, you said you go all in. You're aggressive with it. Yes, you are. Well, yeah, but when it comes to work, case, because I know what yes, I deserve. Exactly. So in it this case. It works to my advantage. Yes. So keep that same energy. But Diana, I have a question for you. No, really. <laughs> I think I've heard of a story. <laughs> have you ever worked with someone who tried to be a, like, parent figure? Your daddy. Your daddy. Boss or daddy? Your boss, daddy. <laughs> daddy boss? What? <laughs> I'm trying to think. Can we come back to that? I, no, I think we're I, not going to come back to it. Because you have tea. Go ahead, spill it. Since uh, we want to talk about <laughs> drinks and stuff. Thanks. Um, yeah. Oh, she's getting choked up. Here we go. <laughs> I don't even know how to say it. Um, okay, so I did work Cheeks once with again. this uh, person that... Um, he was, you know, he was up there, and I feel like if you're up there, that should give you more of a reason to be more, I guess, humble with people. Um, this person was the complete opposite. This person was a very egoistic person. Um, he was an arrogant person as well, um, and I feel like he was more of a dominant alpha male. He yes, a-, a dominant alpha male compared to actually being a boss. And I feel like if you're a boss or, like, a manager, you are supposed to be working with your employees to, like, help them excel, help them. Not working against them. Yeah, and I feel like this person was the complete opposite. I really hope that this person still isn't the complete opposite. But, um, I mean, yeah, you know what I mean. So, yeah, I definitely have worked with someone like that. um, And it's very uncomfortable. It's very annoying and it's very like it puts it's the employee down has he ever made you feel uh <clears throat> sorry can you repeat the question you forgot have the question you ever did this person ever made them feel like they were below like degrading or talk to them like in a condescending way yeah um i think through email through text message through even like phone calls they just didn't make you want to like be in your job they like at all this person was just not not a good person. not a good person not a good like role model not a good mm, person oh, to even want to be around at all and it really takes away the dynamic of like of the culture of the, the culture of the your family job. yeah <laughs> and it's family. like it's like all right fine like i understand that you're in a very high position i understand that you're in a very tight position i understand you're very all of that person, but guess what but no, you I'm still shit the same too. way i shit wow. we, guess what like <laughs> you are nothing above me you are nothing above me and you're nothing below me we're still the same like person guess what when the world comes down, God's still going to judge you. So Oof. at the end of the day, yes, it was a really bad person to work with. And I really hope that this person isn't this way. But if this person still is this way, I really hope that you don't listen to this. <laughs> oh and I, I wanted to touch on something really quick before we move into the next topic. Like, obviously, you guys know I'm like, I, I stand like the professional world and I feel like for me, I've I've had all the different type of managers, but I've never allowed someone to talk to me like I'm their kid or no. like, and I guess there's a complete difference between like micromanaging versus someone feeling entitled to talk to you oh, the yeah. way they mm-hmm. talk to you, whether not even like raising their voice, but deliver, yeah. delivery, delivery, delivery the choice of words, yelling. whether it's verbal or email, yeah. like people need to understand that entitlement Their should be non-existent in a workplace regardless if it's your manager supervisor even one of your team members like one of your direct reports you shouldn't 
ever talk to someone like that because you wouldn't want to be treated like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I guess it's a matter of obviously how high up you go or where you started. It doesn't matter. Um, because even for me, like I've obviously moved up, up the ladder, but I've never lost sight of that. I never, never lost, lost sight of where I started from. Like I always keep that transparency because if not, you just cloud your headspace and then it's like, oh, you talk like, to people like so shit. Times where I want to talk and that's how you lose good employees. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For, for sure. sure. <laughs> um, but let's get into a little bit of working outside of your field. Um, obviously, yeah. we all went to college and obviously a lot of our followers probably went to the same schools as us. But I feel like today's, in today's world, so many people are working for or working on things that have nothing to do with what they went to school for. Yeah. Yep. Um, and obviously that's with an associate's degree, uh, bachelor's, master's, whatever. Certification. Yeah, certifications. Diploma, so do you guys feel like you're using your degree or did your degree use you? And I ask that because obviously people who went to college, whether whatever your financial status was, you're probably in some sort of debt. Um, but like what's the... Like, how are you leveraging your degree if you actually, you know, did get your degree? So I definitely have a couple things to say on this one. (laughs) So um, after I graduated with my bachelor's, I definitely think my degree used me as opposed to me uh, working for what I studied. I studied communication. And did I work communication? No, I did not. Um, After college and before I started my master's program, I had a whole bunch of admin jobs in different fields, so none of them were relevant to what I really wanted to do. And then one thing led to another. I had this epiphany, and I found another field that I was really interested in, which was healthcare, but not necessarily like on the medical end, but like just leadership, administration, administration, leadership, um, running these organizations. So. Um, around the same time that I started my master's program, that's when I started working my degree. So it ended up just like lining up perfectly, even though, um, it's not exactly where I want to be. That is the foot in the door that I feel like not a lot of people get, but it's pivotal. I, so I actually, and I think we were talking to someone this morning about like getting fired and stuff like that from jobs. Mm-hmm. Um, and like my parents don't even know this, but like I've actually been fired from a job before. Crazy to think, right? Cause Julie's like the ultimate perfectionist when it comes to work, but the golden child, the golden, please, please. <laughs> it's fine. They don't speak English. So we'll be, we'll be good. Nah, if my brother translates that. Let me translate real quick. You might still say it wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, but in the pursuit... So right after college, I just got a job, whatever, because I I needed money. But in the pursuit of working in communications, just like Ileana, I ended up working at this job. But obviously, while you're at a job, you're still interviewing for what you actually want to do with your degree. And I ended up taking 80 hours worth of PTO in less than a year at this job. 80 hours. I got fired. Why are you looking at me like that? Wait, you said... (laughs) Yeah, so when I did my exit interview, like, he called me in that morning and was like, hey, like, I'm so sorry. And he, it was like time cards back then. And he was like, I'm sorry, I'm gonna have to, like, you go, you've used up 80 hours. And the 80 hours was, like, a day off or half a day, but it's because I was constantly going to interviews for, like, social media and this and that. I got fired because I took 80 hours and I wasn't even there for a year yet. Wow. But they couldn't, okay, while you're doing, taking those 
couldn't he like when you're taking the time off? Can he like give you a little heads up like yo, you're cutting it close? You're, no, he would like, just. I he mean, just I let it be until it got too late. Yeah, I genuinely don't think they liked me from the beginning. Yeah. It was kind of a toxic work environment. Um, I really didn't even like the job, but I mean, they they paid decent. But yeah, he fired me. I walked in one, and he waited to fire me after I clocked in that morning, which wow. is more of a slap in the face. Like wow. you couldn't, you saw me walking in. Yeah, you no. could have just been like, "Hey, Jalissa, like, can I see you in my office?" And I worked like a half hour. Wow. And yeah, he was like, "I'm sorry, I have to let you go." But I didn't even. I was sad. Obviously, I cried and everything because I've never been fired. But I was such like desperate and in the pursuit of working in the yeah. communications field. That I was like, you know what? Like maybe this is the universe telling me this was not the job for me. I'm gonna find the what job for that's for me and that's meant for me. And three months later, I still didn't find a job <laughs> in, the, <laughs> in the communications field. But I found something twenty times better, yeah. which has led me to where I am now. So everything yeah. just works the way it's supposed to. You know, but, it's okay. funny that you mentioned that. Actually, you both mentioned that, like, you know, you guys were so desperate to find a job. You know, as soon as you guys. You know, after, you know, after we finish graduating, I think that's the goal. That's something that, that I think we're, we're, like, we're so like drilled to do. Like as soon as you get out of college, get like a mm-hmm. six figure job or get something that's close yeah. to six figures, you know, use your degree, blah, blah, blah. So but mind, they don't, mind but, you, the people who are saying this, they haven't been in our shoes. Yeah. They didn't so even I'm go like, to college. I'm like, so how do you I do wanna that? I want to see you graduate college and I want to see you land that six figure job and right away. You want to know the rough patch. And I think this has been like an eye opener for all of us, is our first job out of college. And I'm going to... Oh, girl. I know for a fact my first job out of college was legit the most toxic work environment, horrible work environment, undermining work environment. It was literally a horrible, horrible thing that, honestly, that was my decision to change my career i was like i am not doing this this but is how exactly i'm gonna to get go treated through... absolutely not no oh, that's <laughs> no fine. but listen you need to go through these experiences <laughs> to know what you want and oh. you don't want that's oh what I'm like. yeah i'm yeah. trying to twist it positively <laughs> no <laughs> no this job that i had it was my first job ever i graduated i interviewed and i got the job i'm like oh my god like i'm making it happen the american dream boom i got this american yeah dream oh. <laughs> This is what my immigrant par- immigrant parents Maybe taught me. We should name this episode "The American Dream." <laughs> <laughs> and next thing you know, I go into this job one month in. I'm crying every single day in my car during my lunch break. I'm crying every single day. <laughs> I'm like, this is not no dream. <laughs> it's American, but it's not a dream. <laughs> this is the American nightmare. Like, what? <laughs> Wait, is that an actual? I think that's an actual movie. Mira, I don't American know, but whatever it is, that's my life. <laughs> and honestly, like, and it's it, it sucks even more. It sucks even more when you're actually like a first generation like Latina doing this. Yeah, or a first, or first generation, generation in anything. Student. Yeah, and doing anything. Oh and I, I don't really that. have anybody to just be like, hey, like. How's your job search going? How's your career going? Like, we just graduated. And I, I don't have anybody to talk to like that. If I tell my parents, they're going to be like, keep going, you keep that. Me and Indiana were struggling at the same time. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And it's just like, who do I have to, like, look up to? Like, hey, like, how was your job search when you graduated high school? Like, I didn't really have anybody to turn to like that. Because, one, I was embarrassed at the fact that I was going through that. And, two, it's like you're... You're literally like left out in the real world, quote unquote. But it's like it's left to figure it out for yourself. Exactly. And it's just like people are this cruel. Like, mm-hmm. oh, my God, I thought I was mean, but people are cruel. Wait, and the best part is when you start applying to these jobs and they're like, oh, yeah, minimum 10 years experience. 
I was in my mom's uh, womb. Uh, How? Uh, I've, got, I've got about 10, 10 days of experience. <laughs> And no, um, can we meet halfway? Yeah, and I think that's just like a rough start. Like when you get out of college and you try to find a good job, a good job that like meets your expectations, or you're just learning to me. Like, like you're just learning, and you would think that this job, when you know that you just got out, that they would help you, that they would guide you, like they would help build you up, and they do the complete opposite. The complete opposite. So, yeah, I just wanted to touch that because that was um. That was not my my greatest time. But I think that's why a lot of people after college. But I feel like people who, there are some fortunate people that have jobs oh, even yeah. before they graduate. But then you yeah, have those secured. people that, you know, they're like, oh, I'm gonna just work for myself. So I think it's a good time to get into mm. what it looks like an employee versus an entrepreneur. That, that was smooth. <laughs> Let's get it. Let's that get it. <laughs> <laughs> so. Oh, they call me Little Smoothie. That's why. Smoothie. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> well, employee versus entrepreneurship. I I think I could understand how and why they do it. I feel like it's not for everybody. But I feel like right now there's such a rise in, um, especially like with millennials, them just leaving their jobs. Gen Z, Gen Z yeah them just leaving their jobs and and becoming self-sufficient and finding their own path without working for the man and i feel like that's the the new norm i feel like people are stepping out of that comfort zone and 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 finding their own way so um i guess when i was in my in between of jobs at one point um when i was just starting my uh, master's program i was like you know what let me just try to make a little side money. Let me let me let me do this little uh, entrepreneurship thing. It's not little. Sorry, that sounds very ignorant. <laughs> let me do this big entrepreneur thing on the side. See how that works out. Right. It worked out for the time being. And um, it definitely taught me uh, more about myself than what I'd ever known in terms of like what I can do for myself. And just my experience with that made me tap into other things so i feel like it definitely can work for some people but it's not for everybody because some people they don't know how to work without a without routine without direction without instruction without micromanagement i feel like some people need somebody breathing down their neck in order for them to get the job done as opposed to other people they know they're self-sufficient they got this that's actually a good point because, like, I'm thinking of the word driven, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, when you think of an entrepreneur, you think about someone who's driven, right? They're ambitious. they like, I know, well, they might not know what they need to do, but they will figure out what they need to do to become successful in their own company or business. Mm-hmm. But it's like, I think about me, for example, I'm driven, I'm ambitious, but I could never yeah, <laughs> be no, an entrepreneur. I can't see you. Like, and it's not even because I'm sure I could figure it out, but. As bad as it sounds, I feel like I do need to continuously work for somebody or I'll become that person who I have people working for me. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, if anything, I'd take over an already existing. I feel like you need somebody above you. Yeah. I need to have that learning path before I can, like, just do it myself and start. And this is not say, like, I can't do it, but it's just not for me. Like, I need structure. I need routine. And that's what I learned already established. Yes. That I could take over and make my own. Yeah, of course. And that's not a bad thing. I mean, regardless of what it's route not. people decide to take. But how about you, Dirty? <laughs> Sorry, I almost had to sneeze. <laughs> <laughs> it was coming. I should have gave everybody um, allergy medicine. Um, I feel like either one, I can't do it, or two, I won't do it. 
Yeah, um, we're very alike. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think that people who do it are really, really, like, ambitious. And Entrepreneurship. I really, yeah. Okay. I feel like they're very ambitious. They're very um, goal-oriented. And I feel like they're very tunnel vision. Um, I'm not saying I like those things, but it's just I just don't want to do it. Like, I just feel like it's not my thing. It's just not something that I see myself doing. Um, I feel like I work better with, like, structure. I work better with, like, you know, a routine and stuff. And, like, the people who actually do do it, I feel like it's, like, they're the boss, you know? Mm -hmm. But I also feel like... Who do you run to, though? Yeah, that, but I also feel like maybe because, like, on the times that we're living in, like, you think that I really want to do, like, a small business and just be like, hey, yeah, like, this shirt is, like, $25. It's going for a small business. Like, those $25 I can use for something else. Mm -hmm. You know? Again, I'm not saying in a bad way, but, like, that's just, like, I wouldn't want to bother people, especially, like, in the situation that we're living in now. Be like, oh, yeah, it's, like, an extra side hustle to help pay for my things when you're probably struggling, too. You know? I just think about that, and I'm just like... Yeah, like maybe I shouldn't do it. But I feel like because we're like Ileana said at the beginning, we're living in times where entrepreneurship is so much more popular now. And I feel like when all of us got out of college, it wasn't so popular. And I feel like at that time, it was more so a lot of like pyramid schemes. It was a lot of very money hungry, money hungry people. Great adventures, I think it was. No, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna name one. But honestly, it. I feel like that. Pyramid schemes were the first step in entrepreneurship. Correct. Yeah. And I feel like at that point, people were so money hungry that they were starting these companies and these businesses for the wrong reasons, not for like, Mm -hmm. you know, passionate or, you know, intentional to actually help people or make something great of it. It was more so like money hungry for scamming and stuff like that. And I feel like that's when it ties into people were being closed minded Mm -hmm. as far as what they were actually doing it for. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. what is your purpose of your business to scam yeah. people yeah. to have people get into these pyramid schemes? Like, that's not a good and business to like start. That, yeah. And I feel like that also like makes me think I was like, Oh, like I feel like you're just scamming me. So I'm not, even though like uh, some like businesses, like self business, like companies or whatever, like, yeah, they're, they're actually really good. Like yeah. some of them just like, I'm like, wow. Like you literally Cause at the started... end of the day, a business started somewhere. Yeah. Everywhere. Like, and it reminds me of uh, something that um, my best friend, Laura said that she said that Apple started in a garage. Oh, Apple yeah. started in a garage and look how crazy. big they are. You know, like yeah. three or four people just coming together, just like trying to work on a computer. Now it's like a billion dollar company. So, I mean, some work, some doesn't. So, I'm, I'm just I'm but, so success for us does not look like entrepreneurship i mean no. for me for diana you. yeah, yeah. Diana's like middle middle i don't yeah. know yeah yeah i'm very open-minded like i'm very down to try new things but i think and actually and you guys know like linkedin is like the professional mm-hmm. platform whatever so the other day i posted um i said don't let someone determine what success looks like for you and that's so true because you know you're so clouded by what social media says or what your coworkers say like I want to be successful because this reason, but I feel like for me, success is probably just moving up in a company and probably eventually taking over a company. Yeah. Okay. So, so that's I, what success looks like for you. Yeah. How about you, Dirty? Um, I think I I'm going with Julie said. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Being, I know what Julie said. I think success for me, it ties in passion and financial stability. I want to love what I do and and live a sustainable future while doing it yeah so that's what it means like means for me but but with success also comes what everyone is toxic (laughs) Uh toxicity there's a little element of toxicity i guess 
I feel like as like we're reaching like the end, I think we should talk about small little things that. Oh no, I think we should talk about red flags of a workplace. Red flags aren't small little things; they're big things. Okay, so <laughs> fine. Let's talk about the big things in a workplace that are red flags. Micromanaging. So, one micromanaging. Two. Eliana's favorite. We're a family. We're a family. Oh, when, when someone say, says that oh, to you, we're a family. Here. Corre, <laughs> run, <laughs> jet. <Mm-mm. laughs> I don't know. Um. And also, like, I guess something that I want to ask you guys is, like, how do you guys leave when you see red flags in a oh, workplace? When they don't give me my money. Bye. Wow. <laughs> okay. Um, I think it's just, like, this gut feeling. Like, you really have to trust your gut just like you trust your gut with anything. Mm-hmm. When my gut tells me and when I feel like my mood starts shifting then I know I have to go. I don't want to walk into work like there. I have a, a gray cloud floating above my head. When and you I've wake actually, up and you dread going to work, that's yeah, it. I actually remember a, a job that I had previously. It was so toxic. Like, I can't even express, and I'm not going to go into it right now, but it was just so toxic. And I, I remember one day I went in and somebody says, Ileana, it looks like you have a gray cloud walking up, like above your head. Oh. And then I'm like, okay. Yeah, I definitely. And you wear your emotions on your face, so I'm sure. I do. You can see right through me. But I think that was just like um, a visual that I needed to go. Like I had already known it, but hearing it from somebody else, that was just like the green that light. Was your, yeah, I was going to say that was your green light. Yeah. Um, but aside from that, I think we should move into our testimonies. Yes. So uh, throughout the course of the week, we had asked a couple questions and we just wanted to go over some of our responses so julie you want to go first yeah so let's uh bring it back to the beginning um so obviously (laughs) (laughs) wow absolutely no one and nobody diana so we had asked our followers have you ever dated someone in the workplace and disclaimer these responses they're a little bit spicy so please please no judging um, somebody said, no, but I've slept with a coworker at every job I've had. And I also slept with my boss before too, shaking my head. I love hey, when you say yo. shaking my head, wow. but it puts like laughing emojis after. Yeah. <laughs> slept with a coworker at every workplace. Yeah. That's, that's toxic. I hope this person still has a job. I, I hope so too. Do some I hope, or they're probably sleeping with the, you know, the boss right now. That's disgusting. From one to the next. That's disgusting. I mean, yeah. Well, N- nobody's one. judging. You know, it gives job hunt. <laughs> Another meaning. (laughs) Yo, Diana, you're so wild. Um, Somebody else said, not dated, but got physical. Do yourself the favor and don't. Gets awkward after everyone finds out. Yup. Imagine, yo, if somebody ever found out, like, I'm leaving. Exactly. So why why put yourself in a Either you leave or I'm leaving. Mm -hmm. Which one is it? Um, And then the last one I'll give you guys. Someone said, sneaking around made it a thousand times better. And we didn't date, but we messed around for three years. Three years? Three years is pretty uh, much yeah, a whole ass relationship. Like, <laughs> wow. But sneaky link, like you said. Um, sneaky oh, wait, link. I have another one. Somebody said three of them. Two were married and one was single. Both oh. great experiences. Oh. Uh, so wait, no, uh, who's wrong in this situation? <laughs> the married person I got a little... <laughs> or the, the employee, like the person who did it? How about both? both? What? No, you could only blame one person. No, no, we're blaming both. It takes two to tango. I say the married person because the well, single I person agree. has nothing to lose. I agree. No, but morally, I mean, they lose their they morals. They don't care about morals, girl. 
I don't know. That went I, out the window the moment thing, they even thought about doing there's it. There's a such <laughs> thing as guilt, and I have a really big one. So, no. That's, it's fine. We'll let those people be. But go ahead. You moving know, on. So, <laughs> another <laughs> question that we had asked was, what was the worst job you've ever had, and what made it the worst? So, we got a whole bunch of responses, but I just wanted to highlight one or two real quick. So, somebody said they worked at a dental office, and they're, they weren't allowed to ask questions. First and foremost, what? So she says that her boss yelled at her and put her finger in her face, screaming, saying that you're not supposed to ask your managers no questions. And after she finished yelling in front of all the patients, she professionally walked out and she professionally left an email. And later on, the uh, the person that she sent the email to ended up ripping the boss <clears throat> that yelled at <clears throat> this person in the first place. So that was that was long due. Um, another testimony that we received actually came wow. it was pretty funny. <laughs> but they had stated that it was um, a toss-up between a debt collection agency where they were sitting all day, right? Sitting and on the phone all day. Or where they were working um, at a gas station. At a gas station, right? So this person said that they were working the third shift for their job, and they were a morning person. So he said that he lasted a whole <laughs> six hours. <laughs> and at 2 a.m., he said, fuck this shit, and he walked out. <laughs> Yo, 3 a.m.? Third shift? I remember I almost took a job that it was third shift. No. Absolutely Knowing not. how much you love your sleep, absolutely if, not. I remember okay, Julie, what? when she was interviewing for that hospital, and then it's like, oh, she has to work from 11 p.m. to 7 a.m.? Oh, no. yeah, and I was about to take it. That's <laughs> called being... No, no, not even money. You sleep cost... 15 minutes before your shift? No. no. Um, yeah, that's a, that's a no for me. All right, so to conclude today's episode, we are going to bring you a little <clears throat> rule of life. Da -da 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 -da. So, the rule of life is, per our last email, leave when you need to and not when you have to. All the best, the corporate baddies. Signed signature. Email sent. Done. <laughs> Signed, sealed, delivered. Literally. Stevie Wonder. Stevie Wonder? He has a song called Signed, Sealed, Delivered. Oh, oh really? Yeah. Well, I had no idea. Anyways, Eliana. Yeah, we're signing out. <laughs> thank you, thank you guys out. for tuning in to episode three. And stay tuned as always. And we love you guys. Bye. Bye. Wait, no. lovies? Uh, no, I'm not saying that. It's okay. Whenever you hear lovies on Rule of Femme, no, that's Julie. <laughs> and Diana it's me, occasionally. It's all of us. But anyways, it's, we are have one. a great day, y'all. Bye. Bye. Adios. Celebrate till champagne. Two no more bad days. Two all them bills paid. I just told my mama I made it. Mama, you can go and quit that job Cause you bad, bad on your job You won't have to wait for no dollars Cause mama said that mamas don't change